Hello, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, okay, quiet. That's enough. This is a podcast by my dad and my uncle. They talk a lot about music. Like, a lot. A lot. So please sit back and enjoy. I think they are going to start in about 14 seconds. Hi there, welcome to another episode of BG's Broken Records. My name is Bob, and my buddy is... I'm Gare. Gare, how are you? I'm good. How are you, partner? Yeah, yeah, I'm okay, you know? Let's see, it's almost June, the sun's finally out, the snow's melted. And it was 43 degrees this morning. <laughs> okay, so let, let's touch on a couple things now that you mentioned that, right? The cold plunge. 150-gallon troughs. Had to empty them because it was getting. we had science projects going out there because it was too warm. Oh, mine, mine was fr- flipping green. Right. I, had to, I had to empty it out. So what are we going to do? Well, not to get too personal with our listeners, but I am back to the, <laughs> the bathtub and two bags of ice. It's not the same. My knees are sticking out. My shoulders are sticking out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you know got to I mean? keep... And you got to keep those knees in good shape, man. No, you do. Seriously. It's just not the same. And I don't want to spend $5,000 on the patented plunge name. Bullshit. You can go on YouTube, though. We could take our troughs. There's a whole thing you can do probably for under a grand. to make. Okay. Okay. I'll I'll tell you how to do it, dude. Fill fill your 150 liter thing back up. Okay. Buy a $200 ice machine, plug it in outside, and every morning just dump that mf or in there and you're done who needs a two thousand dollar plunge pool well i saw a whole thing on youtube where you get a cooler for like fish tanks then you get like a pond pump and you put it in there and you drill the holes and put the lines and it's like 700 and something bucks and i'm like i'm seriously considering it no just just because and i could put it in the garage put a cover on it boom right no Okay, so <laughs> I sent whoa. Uh, whoa. So I sent you something the other day and I'm trying to pull it up real quick. Delete draft. I'm on you or no, I'm sorry. I'm on Twitter right now. You're not talking the picture of the Bay City Rollers, that one? No. No, no, no. BG's Broken Records is on Twitter at B G S B R O K. All right? Roger. Yes. And we tweet. All right, I tweet. And you follow me. I do. do. But you know who else follows us? All right. Camilla, Erica, Stacy, Vicky, Michelle, Brooke, Wendy, Ruth, Tiffany, Joyce, you, Ted over in London, and Sherry. Oh, and Cheryl and Deanna. All making me scared and nervous. Scared and nervous. I'm telling you, we are so hot with the female audience. It is unbelievable. Who would have thought two guys in their late 50s were hotter than George <laughs> Asphalt? <laughs> Thank you, John Reynolds. <laughs> I thought that was uh, Freebone. Oh, no, that was JR. Okay, that's all right. All right, so those are our Twitter followers. The next thing was, I've been listening to a little bit of Tull lately. Really? Ask me why. Why, Bob? I, d- I don't know. Do you find yourself standing with one leg crossed on your knee? <laughs> and a, a flute? And a flute? <laughs> and a flute? And you no, don't know why? So I, I just always, tall always comes up in my world. Not in most people's worlds, but in my world. 
I know so nothing about I was those guys. Yeah. I know. I was going through all my LPs, and I've got one, The Best of Tull. And I'm going to say The Best of Tull is a freaking good album. Now, is it, it's, is it a little like, like, an Proggy. Er, like an early Genesis where it's a little uh, heavy? No, little no, 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 no. I think it's in the forest. It's, oh, like yeah. It's, court it's, jesters. It's hedgerows and, and gnomes and castles and all that stuff. Sure. But Martin Barr, their guitar player, is freaking awesome. So, and I was thinking about this the other day. Give me a lick that everybody knows what it is in the beginning. Dun, 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 dun. Okay? True. And then what's the other one? Bum, 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 bum. Right? So we know what that is. Down, 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 down. Everyone knows what that is. Yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's, it's freaking tall. So, you know, we try and do our podcast up to 30 minutes so people can walk their dog. So I'm thinking, all right, I'm going to walk my dogs. I've got nothing to listen to. I've already listened to you and I 17 times to get our ratings up, right? Right. So I put on Tull's Thick as a Brick off their Thick as a Brick album. One song, I was almost done with my walk, literally. What year like, is Thick as a Brick? Is that one of their... Upper. Early 70s, 74, 3-ish. Right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Not bad. Not bad. I uh, mean, true so, true originals. Um, true originals. But do you remember, and this goes, so everybody who's listening, I want you to know that today's episode may not make it through the, the filter of people like Justin at Point Alarm or Amanda or young people, because a lot of the stuff that I'm going to focus on in this grouping of things we watched. It's a little elderly. <laughs> it is a little elderly. But so, so this comment goes back to that. Do you remember the first year of the Grammys where they brought in heavy metal? Ooh. 1987. Guns N' Roses? Was it then? No. Oh, oh, oh. Is this where Do you Tall, remember? Tall yep. beat? Guns N' yep. Roses. Oh, and that was a big deal. No, no, I think I think they beat Metallica. Oh, 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 you're right, you're right, you're right. For, yeah, yeah, for yeah. the heavy metal album. Right, right, so, right, right. Oh, it's a huge deal. In huge the meta, deal. The metal world was they was, were they were losing their 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 wigs. I don't know. Dude, Eddie Trunk probably flipped a lid. Mm -hmm. I mean, come on now. All right, so I think that's funny. Oh, one quick thing. You know that young man over in London that does the dip in the uh, in the wheelie bin. Right. That we know Alex. Right. 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 So, so they just moved. So they moved from a house to an apartment. Okay. He still plans on doing it, but I think they're on the sixth floor. Okay. So they've got the huge balcony. I oh. haven't seen the place yet, but they, they just moved last week. So they're going to put the wheelie bin up there and they're going to put the water in it and he's going to do his dips when the weather's colder. And how many gallons does the wheelie? 55. 55. Now, right. no one said this was going to be a math show. Times eight. Each gallon of water is eight pounds. Well, I'm not, I'm not, personally, I'm not worried about the weight of it. Let's think about this. When they drain that, what are they going to do? Tip it over the edge and splash everybody six floors down? Four. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tom, when you figure that one out, please let me know. Okay. Love, love the kid. Love the kid that he does it. Kid's brilliant. Last thing, I just finished the Dave Grohl autobiography. Oh, how's that? Okay. I like Dave Grohl. Oh, all right. So my girlfriend bought it for me at the airport. We're, we're transferring somewhere. Here's a book, Bob. Oh, great. Oh, it's a, you know, bless her. It's a rock book. Okay, cool. 
I'm not right. a Dave Grohl fan. All right. Really? All right. Well, all right. All right. I think the Foo Fighters scream too much. I just do. Okay. But that's my humble opinion. So I get the book and I've had it on my nightstand for months and months. Month ago, I'm I'm with Gary from Firebird Records, which everyone should go back and listen to that podcast about the vinyl market. And we were just chit-chatting and he said, I just, I'm almost done with a book on Dave Grohl. And I looked at him and I said, storyteller. Yeah, that's the book. I Funny. go, okay, Gary. All right, Gary, what'd you think? He goes, it is great. So I pick it up and I'm going to tell you, I try not to read rock books. I read Dennis Dunaway from the Alice Cooper band. Eh. I read the drummer from the Black Crows, um, Steve, I can't remember his name. Right. Eh. You know, I read the one on um, uh, the manager for the Stones, uh, uh, Andrew Lou Goldham. Eh. One of the best ones I ever read was Chuck Negron, Three Dog Nightmare. Mm. Okay. That, people, is a book to read. But what a complete F up that guy was. My favorite story in that book, he's a big drug addict. He goes on tour. His third wife says, you're not going without me because you are going to just amazing. fall. He's still alive. It's amazing. You're, yeah, you're going you're gonna to die. So I'm going with you. Concert's over. His wife's in the room with him. He's sitting there. He's jonesing to go to the after concert party. Hey, honey, I'm just going to walk down to uh, the lobby and get a pack of cigarettes. Right? He takes <laughs> off, goes downstairs, right? Finds out where the party is, goes up to it, goes into the party, starts doing it up like nobody's business. Sure. He's, he's laying on his back on the couch, naked, no clothes on, right? There's a woman in, in the same state of dress on top of him. The wife goes up to the tour manager and says, hey, where the hell is this party? Because Chuck is there. I can't tell you. You better tell me or I'm going to rip one of your plums off, right? So he tells her. She bangs on the door, gets in there, sees her husband on the couch, walks over, looks down at him. He opens his eyes, looks up, and he said, and I quote from the book, it's not what it looks like. <laughs> Whoops. How, how, how can it not be what it looks like? You're both naked. Passed out. I woke up. There was a, this is where I was. This is okay. what it was. Right. All I'm saying is that is one version of it where he's out dealing or scoring, scoring crack by uh, uh, L.A. Stadium. And then the Dave Grohl book. He seems like the nicest guy. Have you seen the interviews with him and his mom? He dropped he, out of high school and he looked at his mom who was a school teacher and just said, oh, yeah, I'm going to be a rock star. Yeah, and she was would, like, she was like, OK. She said, make it work. Right. And dad said, this will never last. Yep. Right. He's he's the perfect. odds are the odds are against you, man. The big, odds are against you big time. But but I'm telling you right now, he he starts the book with his mother. He ends the book with his mother. He, oh, really? Oh, nice. Yeah, it is. And then he's just doing a little thing. Oh, I told I was having lunch and I explained that I was going to play the Beatles Blackbird at my daughter's talent show, which is called a student entertainment festival now not a talent show so he's gonna play it on stage she's gonna sing it and who's he telling it to at lunch rick and paul mccartney it's so funny you say this so just this morning i pulled up there was a clip with howard stern interviewing dave you know he used to be on howard all the time with um with the drummer um who's taylor guy? hawkins 
Correct. And they said to him, they're like, say, when you were in Nirvana, did you, were you writing tunes then? Where he goes, yeah, I had a few. He yeah. goes, did, did you ever show them to Kurt? And he's like, yeah, showed him a couple. Like he goes, remember when the drummer always says, hey, I got some songs for you, Ringo? <laughs> he wrote that in, yeah, he <laughs> wrote that in the, uh, in the book. So, and, and Howard was like, you never, in it. he goes, no, not, he goes, I was pretty happy just to be the drummer. And he goes, the, the tune I didn't introduce to Kurt he wanted to change the lyrics, but he was too scared to ask me. So it was, and I was too scared to bring him to, we were both too scared. It was, it was kind of a funny, uh, funny dialogue. Yeah. So what I gathered out of that relationship in that band was it was, it was short. They knew each other. They still were feeling each other out. And, you know, Did they all get along pretty well. It seemed like, I, I think so. Look, he doesn't slag off anybody in that book. Courtney doesn't come up. Smart. He just says, I, he says, he says, I miss, I miss Kurt. It it is for a rock book. It's one of the best rock books I've ever read. Wow. Okay. And I'm not and I'm not saying that rock books are great, but this one is really well written. And I did love. I walk into a bar, and they're sitting alone playing video poker in the corner with a cigarette and a drink. Is Lemmy at the Rainbow Room? And he walked over to him, mm -hmm. and and he said, "Hey, I just want to thank you for all the." great music and the the good feelings you've given me over the years and lemmy looks over and he goes sorry to hear about kurt and i was like that's pretty cool lemmy who, who did speed till the day he died just yeah. saying just saying god, god bless him all right we okay. got to move on to all right that, that was a that was a 15 minute intro speaking of lemmy and death we need to move on to musicians or not necessarily rock well let's do that at the end oh i get such a good one okay Get, do I it still, at the end. Surprise I, me. I still got some chit chat though, so okay, I was. Well, then you start your chit, and I'll throw in some chat. <laughs> um, that was funny. Uh, so Thank I was you. reading the Michigan Chronicle this week. Um, <laughs> there is one because oh, I read everything, <laughs> and I read that. So for all of us older folk, WJZZ All Jazz used to be oh, on, yeah. used to be on the boulevard. 105.9, right? You got it, brother. And they still sell the t-shirts down at Eastern Market. I've got to go buy one. They're purple with the JZZ, like almost like rainbow thing coming out. Um, but anyways, the station ran from 74 to 97, 23 years, the first station in the country that was solely dedicated to 100% jazz, which jazz, an American original. Got sold in 97 to Radio 1, but they didn't secure the letters or register Ooh. or whatever. So markets That's, a, that's like, a lawyer F up. Yep. Atlanta, North Salem, New York went and just grabbed the JZZ letters. So a young kid by the name of Roger, so I got to pronounce his name correctly. Butcher uh, it. Nobody knows. Uh, Pazeni. Um, Pete. Italian? Yeah. I don't, Roger Pazemki. Junior, and he's bringing it back as an internet radio station. He's going to make an app, and you're going to be able to listen to it. I, I went and checked. There's nothing there yet. But for nostalgia purposes, JZZ is coming back to Detroit, which is kind good of cool. New, good news. Now, do you remember the uh, little bit of trivia about WJZZ? No. Go for it. Okay. So if you had a JZZ sticker on your car, okay. that meant you were black. Okay. And that meant do not break into this car. So if you're in Detroit and you're going to nick a car and you see a JZZ sticker on there, you don't touch it. You go to the next one. Whoa. Is True. that like 70s 
folklore. That's good folklore. No, I, I heard it. It could have been from my older brother. I can't tell you. Okay. <laughs> it's a, true. Wow. True. Look, who needs I'm a, not gonna, who needs a car alarm? I'm not going to lie to you face to face, but I may lie to you on a Zoom call. Oh. <laughs> All right. And, so hey, what I else want, you... and I want to give one shout out to Chris and Katie because oh, I bumped yeah. into Chris and he said that Katie made him listen to three of our episodes in a row. In a row. They were in the kitchen one night, I assume probably having a couple drinks. And he's like, after episode two, he goes, I get it. Bob and Gare have a podcast. I get it. <laughs> and she's like, you have to listen to one more. He's like, I love you guys, but it's just you know, hour and a half of you guys. I said, well, thanks, buddy. Well, when I talked to our friend Paul uh, the other day, I talked to him about business or something, and uh, yeah, I really like it. I like your son's intro. I think that's really funny. And da da da. He goes, I feel like I'm in the same room with you guys. Hey, cool, cool. He's our so number, thanks, Paul. Our, our number one fan, he is, Paul. And we get we're gonna have to get him a T-shirt. Yes. Today's episode. All right. We said we're not going to do lists, and we're not really doing lists. We reviewed a list. There you go. And we are picking out some of the funniest things from this list. We don't like Rolling Stone, but we have to use them for this. I'm, I'm getting ready to laugh. Go ahead. Fake songs by fake bands. Honestly. Well, well real songs. Real songs. Real, fake bands. I thought it said fake band, fake songs by fake bands. I thought real it was songs, fake bands, no, real songs. Gary's correct. Real songs by I fake mean, bands. They're real, but they're fake. Aren't the songs fake because the band's fake? <laughs> so the disclosure was they eliminated the monkeys because that would have been number one for sure. Big time. Now, if anybody goes back to our uh, episode a few weeks ago about the monkeys, which is a good one, I forwarded it off to Jim. Jim, this morning, he better listen to it. I actually sent him two. I said I need the numbers. But the monkeys one was a good one. The monkeys are not on this list because of the fact that they actually morphed into a real band. Correct. Correct. Okay. Now, some of these gear, when I'm looking through them, Hannah Montana, right? Disney 2006. I know nothing about, but she's a real singer. So oh, yeah. to me, that disqualifies her. I totally agree. Totally. It, because it wasn't like someone else was doing her backing vocals or it's I mean, not like, backing it's, her up with vocals. You know what I mean? It's not like that classic. Uh, movie Josie and the Pussycats <laughs> a classic a total classic now I will tell you going through this list of 50 I'm going to watch a couple of these films because they look freaking funny yeah. what about that what about that all Muslim girl punk band in London yeah 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 oh I got to check that one out all right well you you go ahead you start shoot shoot a couple out and I'll oh. see if I agree with you okay uh well of course <clears throat> With, with the monkeys, I have to start with the Brady Bunch, Time to Change. But the quote from that um, little snippet on the Brady Bunch, the Brady Bunch made the Partridge family sound like the Beatles. <laughs> totally. Now, that's just funny shit. I'm oh, sorry. I, God, it's hilarious. But it, it, that, it would, that's, when, uh, that's when Greg was going through that Johnny Bravo phase, right? And Peter's voice was, remember, a time to change. Well, don't you don't you remember when they did that talent show and they were the silver platters to get money? I thought that was a better song. I agree. I totally agree. Yes. So there we have it. So we're in agreement. Go to the next one. So that was 1972. Here, this one made me stop in my tracks. 1968, the banana splits. Okay. Oh, for sure. We all rushed home from school to watch the banana splits. I love when they describe the four animals. I never knew what the hell they were. You well, had... hold on, hold on. Let me let me. See. That's Sid and Marty Croft, who did the banana splits. 
Hanna-Barbera creation. Oh, Hanna-Barbera, that's right. But it was kind of like that, it, it was like a real, real early Pee-wee's Playhouse where totally. I, gar- totally. I guarantee guys were getting stoned watching that shit. Was this before Stuff, Puff, sorry. Puff the Magic Dragon? Hey, whoa. <laughs> whoa, witchy-poo. <laughs> witchy-poo. Uh, <laughs> Good pull. Um, but listen to the meat that comes out of this. So a Hanna-Barbera creation, and they talked about one of the songs, I Enjoy Being a Boy, and they're like, yeah, that came from an up-and-coming songwriter, Barry White. I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, it gets better. And then they talk about some of the lyrics. They're like, these were so, like, drug-induced. I live in a cucumber castle. Oh, yeah. By on the bank of the Cranberry Sea. Yeah. (laughs) Whoa. Here's the best, though. So they describe the four animals. Uh, Flegel, the dog. Bingo, the gorilla. Drooper, who was the stoner stoner lion. No, no, no. Dorky was the elephant and they said why because you need an elephant that's, that's right i saw that but oh, then wait. the one th- here's oh, here's t- the thing though you're gonna so keep going the, keep the, going gary the one song the tra-la-la song was completely stolen by bob marley yes did you read that Buffalo yes i did soldier yeah. i'm like oh my god bob marley which it all falls into that pot theme Especially, don't forget Drooper, the stoner lion. That's right. That's right. Well, the the last thing I read about that is that song could have been on Nuggets, which is that album compilation that Lenny Kay, who was a guitar player from uh, from the Patti Smith band, put together in the nineteen eighty two ish, which okay. has got all those classic garage songs from from the sixties. Great, great album. Okay, but they said that 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 could have been on there. All right, so Gare, that was that was actually number thirty-seven. Let's yeah, just take I'm, a. I'm not going in any order, but you go ahead. Oh, okay, then shoot. Yeah, no, no, you go. I just I just grabbed a bunch that I liked. So I I go ahead, jump in with some. Oh, I just got a note from Zoom saying we might be running out of time. Those little cheap bastards. A man. All right, so what? So I've got. I enjoy being a boy. I've got that one. So some of the ones that are higher up there, we've got. Sweet Talking Candyman from the movie Beyond the Valley of the Dolls. Did you see that video? I uh, yeah, I never saw Beyond the Valley of the Dolls, but I did. I've see never it. seen just, but but they it's like 1968, and they've got women making out, and it's like it's like a Hugh Hefner thing. But the song was actually pretty freaking good. Oh, dude, I had a I had a pull up, and I, and I'm jumping all around now, but I, you know I had to pull up the old Eddie and the Cruisers. You know John, oh, Ca- not a dude. bad song. Not a bad song. They and, played that song. Oh, they played the, they, they beat that thing that. into the ground. Right. Yes. And the and and the movie was not that good. But uh, never saw it. So <laughs> I'm laughing so hard. Spinal Tap, Big Bottoms, 1984. Okay. All right. I'm I'm gonna preface this with I went with Pat to go see that at. The Beacon East. Oh, when it, when oh, it first oh, came. Oh, okay. Yeah. They went when on it first tour. came. Out. Well, I'm getting there. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> I walked out. I didn't get it. I didn't get the freaking humor, right? Because I wasn't that knowledgeable about music. It's but a ballad. Lick my now, love pump. Now, now, check this out. So I've got Spinal Tap toured in 92. Hold on. 92, 84, 
Yeah. Where is it? 84. In 1984, July 10th, 1984, they played the Metro in Chicago. Really? Six years later, they played the Freddie Mercury tribute concert at Wembley Stadium. <laughs> Something that started out as kind of a joke. And... Here's, here, here's, the, here's the set list. Tonight I'm Gonna Rock You, Bitch School, Back from the Dead, Listen to the Flower People, Cash on Delivery, Hell Hole, Majesty of Rock, Give Me Some Money, Saucy, <laughs> Saucy Jack, <laughs> Rock and Roll Nightmare, Cups and Cakes, Sex Farm, Clam Caravan, all, all the Way Home, Warmer Than Hell, Diva Fever, Stonehenge, Stinking Up the Great Outdoors, and then they finish with Big Bottoms, then Heavy Duty, and then they, oh, no, I'm sorry, they finished with Break Like the Wind. I mean, these guys made a shed load of money. But did you read about Soundgarden? Used to play Oh, yeah, Big they cover Bottom, it. And oh, Metallica yeah. and the Beastie yep. Boys all play it in concert. Oh, yeah, Big Bot, because it's freaking hilarious. Everyone playing a bass. I, I've got to go bom. look up Metallica's version because that's got to be pretty good. Oh, it's got to be hilarious. I, I was, uh, I'm still laughing reading that. I was laughing so hard. Okay. Go. Number 42, uh, Walk Hard, the Dewey Cox story. Oh. Okay, that's a spoof on the Johnny Cash film. The movie, I don't care for the song. The movie is freaking hilarious. I've only seen the parts where he opens the door and they're all smoking weed. What are you guys doing? Oh, we're smoking pot, Dewey. Get out of here. Well, I'd like to try that. No, watch the, watch the movie, dude. It is freaking hilarious. Okay, okay. Okay, give me another one. Uh, Jackson, Maine, and Allie. The tune is Shallow from A Star is Born 2018. But Shut you, up. Did you really? Sure. You're, go, you're going there? But it falls what? into I Will Agree With You with the Hannah Montana because Lady Gaga uh, is a real singer. a singer. That's a good tune, though. I'm going to say that's a good tune. Have fun with that one. Did you know who taught uh, What's-His-Face to be a rock star for that movie? Bradley Cooper? Ooh, Bradley Cooper? Um, uh, yeah, I did hear this, but I don't remember. Lucas Nelson, Willie's son, taught uh-huh. him how to get up there, swagger with the guitar, how to like position himself with the microphone, all that, all that jazz. Which shouldn't I be was... on. Shouldn't be on stage if you got to act that part out. Oh, hey, sorry. Whoa, go. Hedgewig, Hedgewig, and the Angry Itch. Never saw the movie. Mm, no. Early. 70s it was a takeoff of like that, that time where bowie and reed and iggy were in in uh berlin okay a guy dressed up as a woman singing a tune i've never seen the film the tune tear me down the movie came out in 1999 that's a damn good song that's and, a damn good song and i love the interviews when they're talking to iggy or bowie yeah we went to berlin to get sober how'd that work out for you not that good <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It seemed like a good idea, but no, didn't 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 work out. No. Okay, there was one that I found a little interesting. There was a TV series in 2002 called BPE. Okay. The band is called Girls Five Eva. BPE stands for Big Pussy Energy, and uh-huh. they made a song out of this and they posted it. Nice, mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 1996. The Wonders, That Thing You Do. Well, well, dude, first off, I'm going to tell you right now, great film. Great film. Tom great Hanks, tune. directorial debut, early 60s. And, but when you go deeper into that, who, who wrote the song? Adam Schlesinger? Oh, you're not talking about the guy from Fountains of Wayne, are you? The founding member of the Fountains of Wayne, 
won three Emmys, wrote music for Ice Age, Jennifer Lopez. Um, the, the, I had never really heard of him, but they, they said the, kid, the cat was amazing. Died of COVID, hey, 2020. Yeah, have you heard any Fountains of Wayne albums? Nah, I can't say it. Follows hit, hit me to those guys. Their albums are phenomenal. They're pop. Well, I, I, I want to masterpieces. Now, this guy was, I mean, but the, that thing you do, that, first of all, that's all you. You so, love that kind of stuff. I love that song. And they, and they said they played it 11 times in the film and it never got old, which is true. I think of it that as a little Dave Clark five ish. Very. A little, yeah, that's you, it's, you know I mean? it's that, that drum intro. The You're drum, right. the beat, the that that's what I think of when I when I see it. Yep. So so when I went through this list, I started at fifty, and I started counting down. I didn't know what number one was, and I was thinking it it's got to be that thing you do. It's got to be. Mm, and yeah. guess what? It was. Uh, right. What else? you Okay, got? you you did that. The Ruddles. <laughs> okay. Let's give the Ruddles <laughs> some time and respect, dude. The Ruddles, which was a which was a combination of the Bonzo Dog Doodah Band and Monty Python guys. Right. Neil Innes from the Bonzos was buddies with Eric Idle. They came up with this idea. They're going to spoof it. Harrison's in on it. I think his company funded part of it. He's in the film. So was Ronnie Wood in the film. But they wrote songs like "All You Need Is Lunch." Cheese and onions. Cheese and onions. What year? What the, year is this? The, early seventies. Goose step mama. But what? What year is this? Early 70s? 70, 78. Oh, 78. Okay. Dude, right. they they spoof the Beatles perfectly. I watched an interview with Neil Innes, and he said that Harrison was sitting in front of him at the premiere, and he played a song, and one of the songs was on the on the uh, movie. Harrison looked over over his shoulder, looked right at Neil Innes, and says, "That one was pretty close." <laughs> and Neil goes, Whoa. Well, it, was, it wasn't a copy, was it? He's like, pretty close. And then he just turned around <laughs> and kept watching the film. I'm like, holy that's, shite. That's funny. That's oh, funny. It's hilarious. Dude, the Ruddles, if you're a Beatles fan, you can tap your tune to all 25 songs. I swear to God. Did they ever tour? Did nah. they ever? No, no, no. Neil just died. I actually had tickets to go see the Bonzos um, like four years ago, but then he died. COVID shows up, death, COVID. The whole right. nine yards. Right. Stillwater, Fever Dog, 2000. From the yep. movie Almost Famous, which yep. is a great movie. Great movie. Great movie. But here's what's kind of funny. Written by Nancy Wilson. Nancy Wilson. Okay. W women but, who rock. Well, and they basically say it's a male version of Crazy on You. I'm like, the song, yeah. Okay, let me go over and let's do it again. Hmm. No. I didn't hear that. No, I didn't no. hear any of that. And but, you're, you're going to pick that up from the opening riff. But again, this goes back to the Nancy Wilson. Or no, Crazy on You. Crazy on You. Wasn't feeling Did, that. Didn't hear it. But if you watch that film, which I just watched it for the first time in a long time, uh, a month ago, there's a bunch of montages to the Allman Brothers. In really? there. Yeah. You've, like the famous picture of them on the cover of uh, uh, Live at the Fillmore East. They replicate that in the film at one point. Oh. I got to yeah. pay a little more. T I haven't seen it for a while, but I, I, I like that movie a lot. Oh, it's a great film. No, I agree with you. I think that song is, is pretty good. All right, Gare. Number 25, Earache My Eye, Cheech and Chong. <laughs> you know the song. It is so freaking funny. I 100%. Mean, covered, that one was covered by Soundgarden, Korn, The Rollins Band, Two Live Crew, and Eminem sampled it. 
there's two live crew these days, you know? Who gives a toss? I think that one was hilarious. Spinal Tap, we've covered it. Oh my I God, cannot Spin believe you have not jumped on the Archies, Sugar Sugar, and Bob, I'm going to let you do it in your voice, created by... Don Kirshner. <laughs> Who also created the monkeys. The monkeys. So the now, brainchild of Don Kirshner after the monkeys dropped him to be a real band. But then the song was sung by Ron Dante and Tony Blind. I have no idea who those guys are. Okay, I didn't. Uh, Billboard's Hot Singles, 1969, number one. Number one. Dude, number one for... What is Jughead doing today? You know, <laughs> I mean, is he still alive? Dude, I think Jughead's playing piano somewhere. Archie's a software developer out in California. He's really killed it. What else do I have? Oh, okay. I can end on this one because I actually think this right up there with that thing you do is okay. the School of Rock. I think that song is freaking awesome. The movie was awesome. Still is. The movie The movie was very good. I just think, because that you know who was that written by? Well, you may not know. The guy from the Mooney Suzuki. Oh, yes. And, yes. and, you, and I, you and I saw the Mooney Suzuki down at uh, St. Andrews one time. Yes, who did you did. We, who did we, that, oh, Fu, Fu Manchu is who we saw up in Pontiac. Up in Pontiac, Fu Manchu, Jesus. Those guys were something else. People, we'll put a link to the to the list. It is freaking hilarious. It's got videos attached to everything. So go into hilarious. the head, header of our of our podcast, click on like, click on subscribe, send it to somebody, and watch some of these videos. You will laugh your rear off. So funny. So funny. So good. We're going to end with any death scare. Yeah, we got a big one. Oh. Our, Can our Canadian friend. Well, that, but also, wait for it. Deo, Deo. Uh, you're not talking about from last month, are you? Dun, 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 dun. Harry Belafonte? Yeah, but we didn't talk about him. No, we didn't talk about him. Right. He's a communist. Total not that there's an agitator. Not that there's anything wrong with Nothing agitation. Wrong with activist that's right 96 but uh go uh How? go go talk about our our carefree highway boy you know i knew gordon lightfoot i knew some of his songs you know edmund sure. fitzgerald sundown all those songs i i don't really i don't really know a lot about him but man did he have some people pouring out for him you know talking he... about the poet laureate of canada i mean he's like he could be number two right behind the tragically hip Oh jeez. The Rolling Stones of Canada? No, no, somebody asked me that. Do you like him? I'm like, eh. they're like, yeah, I don't either. A mutual uh, friend of ours is really Oh, I know. Him. Hey, have you ever really delved into him? I'm like, yeah, no. I mean, I've yeah, listened Garrett, to him. Gary, do you remember in the 90s when I was really into that band called the Poo Sticks? So, I mean, you can't you can't sit there and say, "Hey, you know, it sticks with you forever." I yeah. tragically hip. Okay. I mean, that, that's not like the Midwest Bruce Springsteen, Bob, Bob no. Seger. No, no, no. <laughs> hey, did you hear on the video for that Stillwater song, they they state that Stillwater's from Troy, Michigan in really? the video. Welcome, Stillwater from Troy, Michigan. Da -da. I'm like, Troy? What? Why Troy? <laughs> I mean... What's in Troy but skyscrapers and hotels? I mean. <laughs> From Mount Clemens, Michigan. Woo! Oh, 
sorry for any of our listeners in Troy. I worked in Troy for years. They have a nice mall there, and you can get a couple drinks out there. But but pick Detroit, pick Columbus, pick Correct. Cleveland. Yeah, yeah. How about Toledo? <laughs> you pick a suburb of Detroit that nobody's heard of? Correct. Correct. All right. What else you got, Gare? Uh, I think that's it. I'm good. We've run over, people. I'm we sorry. Big time. Yeah. I hope your dog's feeling good. Feeling good and healthy. Hey, I'm going to take off. I think Gary's going to take off. And that means we're going to take off. All right. See ya. All right. All right. See ya. Until next week, as I like to say, au revoir. <laughs> Come on. Three years of French, I can say it. You're a nice job. Au revoir. Au revoir. All right. See ya. Good. Still recording, Gary. Still recording. Hold on. All right. Bye, everyone.